good people of Europe and wherever you're listening from um, otherwise. So today we are interviewing Foxy Monkey. Uh, Foxy Monkey is based in the UK and has a really amazing blog with tons of good content towards um, FI, how to make more money and everything around that. Um, and the main topic very much is going to be match betting and extra awesome ways to earn money. So I really hope you will find this good actionable content. Let us know how it feels and yeah, sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Financial Independence Europe podcast, where we interview people from all 44 European countries, all of them, about optimizing your life, geo-arbitrage and making the most of your money. This was your hosts, Alvar, Ermint and Matthias. Hi, I am Kim Kardashian, and I also listen to the Financial Independent Podcast Europe, but I don't understand it. Hello, everyone. So today we are very excited, me and Alvar, to be interviewing Michael from Foxy Monkey. Michael's blog is famous mostly for match betting and all his little side hustles. And so, yeah, we're going to be talking about um, his FI journey, what he likes to do in his side hustles and, and how he's achieving that in London. So, Michael, hello. Could you give a bit of an intro, um, who you are, where do you work and what do you do? Hi, guys. First of all, thanks so much for inviting me. Thank you, Aramita and Alvar. Um, I really like the, uh, what you're doing with the podcast and reaching out to people about financial independence and, uh, you know, try to interview other people as well that are on the same page. Uh, so that's great. Uh, so yeah, as you said, my, my name is Michael. Uh, I write, I'm a personal finance blogger. I write on foxymonkey.com. Um, and, uh, you know, during the week, I also work on uh, other things like software engineering projects and uh, more uh, more technical in the, in the IT industry. And yeah, that's what I do. I have been, um, you know, learning uh, things about fire and uh, trying to build a sustainable income that can cover my future um, lifestyle expenses, which here in London are quite high. And we can talk about, you know, geographical arbitrage, what you can do about it. And yeah, that's, that's why I am. So thanks for inviting me. Awesome. And so, yeah, London, expensive city, it's um, not very, uh, well, you need to have a proper strategy really to reach financial independence. So I'm curious, how did you discover financial independence and what is your strategy looking like? What part of the journey are you on right now? Sure. Um, well, it's been um, it's been a, a nice ride so far. You know, we didn't have any you know, market declines or anything like that in the in the past uh, three years that I, that I started, you know, more actively having this goal of fire. Uh, in the past, I have been investing and I come from Greece. So here's, you know, where this accent comes from. <laughs> and um, uh, I came in the, I mean, working in Greece and came to the UK to, to do a master's degree uh, on software and just continued working here. When I started working here, um, and especially when I moved to London, because I was in Edinburgh before, when I moved to London, you know, I had some surplus because thanks to, you know, thanks to the fact that I was living with my girlfriend and, with, you know, who now is my wife, and um, we saved some money. So I was, you know, really wondering what do people do when they have some surplus cash? Uh, so I started looking around and, of course, I... Um, stumbled upon the, um, you know, famous uh, Mr. Money Masters and early retirement extreme back then in the time. This is how I found out about, you know, fire and what other people do and, you know, start building this, this nice income snowball, let's say. 
Awesome. Um, Alvar? Yes, so hey Michael, thank you very much for coming on. Um, what I also would really like to ask, um, like on your website and on forums, I'm really finding a lot about you and uh, match betting and your explanations around that. So I would really like to ask you, um, could you explain to the audience like roughly what match betting means, um, how it can play a role in FI, how you kind of execute it, how much do you make, how much time does it take? Just give them like a rough overview of how does this work for you? Sure. It's a great question because I think that if you're working towards uh, towards a goal and then I, I remember this this book, the 10X rule that says, you know, why don't you say loud what the goal is and then try to um, work towards it, but 10X it. So let's say that you want to make $1 million in, in five years time. Why don't you, you know, have a goal of making ten million dollars in one year's time, and suddenly you'll have a you'll have a better target. Let's say you can achieve your initial goal much faster. So match betting is one of those side hustles that I do and other people do that uh, will help you, I think, grow your your savings rate faster. Um, and um, here in the UK, it's a great way to generate a, a second second income stream that will help you, you know, save more, invest more, and have basically a second income coming in every week. Match betting is something that um, I started doing two years ago. It wasn't that popular back then, and the benefits were were a bit higher. But even now, it's it's quite profitable. So it's a way to, let's say, build a risk free tax-free income. And I say risk-free because usually people, when I first heard about much betting, I thought, oh, this is another, you know, betting scam. And then you can, you you may gamble and lose your money. But it's not about gambling. It's more about basically unlocking the bonuses that uh, the bookmakers give uh, to to other players. Uh, so basically what you do, I can, you know, I can go into the details and describe how it works if, if, if that's what you want. It would be great and throw in some numbers of like, just roughly like, hey, say it's costing me five hours a week and I make 500 a month on it. And like those and those kind of like sign up bonuses are really worded, but those, you know, you have to look out for like roughly, it would be amazing. Uh, sure. I mean, yeah, actually, um, Alvar, you were spot on. Yeah, actually, five hours per per week for five hundred a month is roughly what I would go for. <laughs> Basically, I spend a little bit less now. Now I'm more experienced, so I spend about three or four hours per week, usually weekends, uh, in order to make five to six hundred pounds per month. So you could say that um, if you're starting out, then you probably uh, not going to make that much every month. But it all depends on how much how much time you dedicate to it. So I had actually I, on the blog, I had interviewed a guy who was uh, doing match betting full time for £2,000 uh, a month. And that was his, you know, that was his job, basically. But I wouldn't recommend doing that from the beginning. But, uh, you know, I would start out with some pretty standard new sign up customer offers like Coral or Bet365 or Ladbrokes, you know, high street names, and basically start doing those sign up offers. So usually bookmakers give you um, extra bonuses for um, signing up with them. So an example is like Coral will give you £30 uh, free bet if you sign up and bet £10 of your real money. But this is where the gambling comes in. You really don't want to risk those £10 in order to, to unlock this £30 bet. What you want to do is you want to back this £10 on the bookmaker and bet against this outcome somewhere else. So let's say Andy Murray wants to, you know, there is a Wimbledon and Andy Murray place and you need to bet £10 on this to unlock the £30 free bet. So what you do, bet those £10 with your real money on Coral on Andy Murray to win. And you bet against Andy Murray to win the, the Wimbledon. You lay this bet, as they call it. On, on a different place, on Betfair Exchange or its markets, which is our which are different places where you can play against this outcome. 
And what you do is that you don't win, but you don't lose since you have bet against uh, and for uh, this outcome. But what you do is that since you don't win and don't you lose, then you unlock this 30 pound free bet, which is the trigger, uh, which is the actual um, uh, reward, let's say. So you've, you've bet the trigger, you haven't won or, or lost any money, but now you have unlocked the 30 pound free bet. And then you can follow the same practice. And uh, basically it's, it's, it's free money coming in as long as you do the work of triggering those bonuses, let's say. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> yes, that's actually a really good explanation. I, I like that. Um, Alvar, what did you want to say? So it's kind of, so say um, I'm a random guy. I live in the UK. I want to get started with this. I want to invest a bit of money. So I get started with this. I find a good page. I sign up for it. I get my 30 uh, pounds. I mean, kind of like sign up bonus. I go through the bet. I throw uh, a bet against it on a different website. And that also has a sign up bonus. And in that way, I can unlock uh, like those kind of like sign up bonuses. And if I do that over and over and over again, that's like, in essence, how you make money? Yeah, yeah, pretty much, really. Uh, and, and when I started writing, um, you know, about match betting on the blog, this blog wasn't entirely about match betting, but a lot of people really wanted to find out more. And I saw, you know, a huge, you know, uh, interest in it because because of the fact that anyone can do it and because of the fact that it's, um, it's, it's let's say, a second job that you can do from the comfort of your couch. Uh, and a lot of people got uh, interested in it. I've helped a lot of people thanks to the Foxy Monkey posts, and um, and yeah, that's that's it pretty much. Oh, and I'd like to mention that you don't really need to do any, you don't really need any sports knowledge or betting experience to start with. You just need to know how to you know place a ten pound bet, and that's it. Which is a very basic thing to do. You you can learn pretty quickly. Really, you do this through a different platform like Odds Monkey, right? You don't actually because to start it can be a bit confusing. You you go through a platform like Odds Monkey and they tell you how to really start and how much money to put and blah 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 and yeah, right? Aramita, yeah, you got it. I mean, um, there are platforms like Odds Monkey and Profit Accumulator which uh, which can teach you the basics and how it works, even if you know nothing about betting. And you know, I also have some some uh, some links to them. Because it's really useful. You really don't want to go through all the offers uh, on every bookmaker website and find finding out what the daily offers are. So they provide a good uh, calculators and everything that that you need. Yeah, I actually got started. Um, it was one of my money experiments on my blog, <laughs> and I used a Profit Accumulator. Okay. And um, I I tried. And I learned a lot. For example, you need to start with quite a bit of money at first. Well, not quite a bit, but like a hundred pounds. Yeah, hundred or two hundred pounds. That's right. Honor two hundred pounds, and you need to keep track of everything. And and really, I I and eventually I, I wrote a review on my experience, mm-hmm. and the result was. I, I don't like it. This is a waste of yeah. my time. That's what I felt personally. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested in learning because, I mean, you say it's about five hours a week um, mm-hmm. for a beginner and you earn about 500 pounds. So that's 25 pounds an hour. Mm-hmm. What if I instead took up a freelancing job and worked on a skill of mine, programming, writing? What is your argument for match betting compared to maybe spending those five hours freelancing and charging 25 pounds an hour where I can maybe build that skill and improve it and make that scalable. What, what, what do you, what's the argument for match betting in that case? Exactly. Uh, and that's the reason that I haven't, you know, gone full time with match betting because 
Um, I think that if you have a skill that you can monetize and that's even, even if it's lower than, you know, 25 pounds an hour, but if you can improve and, and you can basically invest in yourself as opposed to getting the cash straight in the pocket, then I would say definitely go for it. You don't, you know, much betting is just another way of, let's say, having a second income. It is not going to probably improve any, you know, any aspe- aspect of yours apart from, you know, learning the ins and outs of how betting works and, you know, becoming better, better there. But at the same time, it's, it can become a bit boring after yeah. a year or two uh, of doing it. And, you know, it takes the fun out of gambling, let's it say, <laughs> because you always win. <laughs> I was going to say that it, it's also not for people who have gambling problems because um, suddenly you are again in the environment that you're trying to get away from. And that's not the best way to, you know, to, to if you have a problem with gambling, just don't, don't even think of, you know, uh, much betting. But otherwise, it's just a normal job, let's say, that doesn't doesn't offer you much uh, improvement in your life. It just offers you straight cold cash. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's easy money. And uh, and I think that's great, but um, depends on what you want. If you want to actually build skills and, and personal development, as you say, then maybe work on something else. But yeah, that's yeah. basically what it is. Easy, quick money. Yeah. Exactly. That's what it is. And it's not illegal because I've heard yes. a lot of people are saying, I don't know, is it legal or illegal? No, it's, it's, just an, you know, it's just betting, but with an edge. Also, I um, really wanted to ask Michael, how risky is this? Because I hear Armenta mention numbers of like 100, 100 or 200 pounds. So is it pretty much like, all our risk is 200 pounds and a bit of my time. And yeah, um, I would say that, you know, obviously human mistakes can happen anywhere, right? Whatever you do, you can, you can have human mistakes. But um, if you take those mistakes out, then it's pretty much risk free because you don't really gamble. You just bet for an outcome against this outcome and then you have free money to play with and you do the same over and over again. So it's, it's like a... It's 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 almost risk free, I would say, but I would say almost because obviously you you may make mistakes in the process, right? Suddenly you you back the wrong team and you you know uh, and you have to pay the price. Obviously that doesn't happen very often, so yeah, you have to be careful as with anything. You know, not much bet drunk, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and gotcha. And like for companies like Odds Monkey and Accumulator, you also have to pay, correct? Right? Like they give you instructions yeah, and stuff. You do, but, but you do yeah. have to pay them a bit to like get those instructions but altogether their fees and your time it's still really worth it um and it can lead to some easy slash um yeah okay cash on a monthly basis awesome um so michael thank you very much for that i think that's you know everybody in the fight community is always interested in like you know hey how can I generate or set up yeah. an extra income stream? It doesn't have to be much, but hey, if it keeps coming in every single month, why not? It's good. Um, and let's try it out. And most five people can be responsible with money, make choices and not buy something stupid or like change up their strategy if they know it doesn't work based on statistics or um, actions in the past. Um, but what we also would really like to um, dive into to now is like, um, yeah, like your investing philosophy and how you make choices in where you um, put your money and time. Because um, on your blog, I also read that you always kind of like make this assessments between, okay, am I going to invest in a stock market? Am I going to buy index funds or am I going to pay off my mortgage? Um, and I would be really curious, uh, can you like walk us through, like, how do you make choices in in terms of where you put your time and money with like all the options you have available in life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or like wh- those 500 pounds a month that you earn from match betting, where where would you put them really? Yeah, that's also interesting. 
Yeah, I mean, great questions. Um, I'll answer the last one because it's quite related with the match betting. So it's the earnings from match betting go towards um, living expenses. So I can just lower my living expenses by 500 every month thanks to match betting, which I don't do as actively. But again, it's like a second income. Now, investing wise, I yeah, I like numbers. I like comparing, you know, uh, what the interest rates are with the past and uh, uh, doing some analysis on on different, you know, cape ratios of stock markets and. And uh, basically, see how you can build a, a more, you know, a rock solid investment strategy that can uh, last a long term without, you know, trying to time the market. So, my investing philosophy is pretty much what you guys know already from the financial independence community and all these blockbusters that are around that say, you know, focus on low maintenance, low fees portfolio, have stocks everywhere, globally diversified in order to avoid, you know, country risk. Look what happened to Turkey and, and Argentina in the, in the past year. Uh, and yeah, it's it, as long as you build this, uh, you know, passive investing and, and have a good risk reward ratio, and then you can avoid those early mistakes that usually people make. And I would say that um, you need to sit back and, you know, let the market do the talking. Obviously, the market is quite hot right now, especially in the U.S., I wouldn't say stop investing, but I would say perhaps your your expectations for the future should be slightly lower than what they have been if you start investing today. But obviously keep investing and find the balance between, you know, risky and non-risky assets that's good for you, which is where bonds and other things like mortgages and different different strategies come in, such as peer-to-peer lending. I know you had a guest in the past talking about that. To summarize, my investing philosophy is invest in low-cost, global index funds. Keep them as, um, um, don't invest in you know, 100 funds, just keep um, keep them at, at top, I don't know, five or maximum six, seven funds so that you can, you know, cover the whole market. And um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, actually, um, as we mentioned before, I, I really like your article on how you describe the way that you personally invest, because that's a great way to learn how other people can learn how to invest. So um, you say in your article, which we're going to link in the show notes, you do a bit of peer-to-peer, you do uh, some global bonds, some Vanguard, emerging markets and life strategy. How do you decide what to invest in and how do you do your research? I don't really actively uh, pick stocks. I'm trusting the market. So usually what I do is, uh, you know, I invest a According to the country's, let's say, output. Okay, so UK is whatever six seventy percent of global GDP. Europe again is whatever fifteen percent, and you know US fifty percent. So I'll keep those proportional, let's say, in my investment portfolio, and then peer-to-peer lending and you know more, let's say experimental ways of investing, I, I've kept that also to a minimum. So I've kept my peer-to-peer lending in about 5% of our net worth, I believe. We'll wait and see how it goes because I don't I don't always trust peer lending. It's it's something that doesn't have, let's say, a huge history to back it up. It's not that it will not work, but it doesn't have a, you know, a proven history of it working the past 100 years that I will have in the stock market. And yeah, there are other risks in peer-to-peer lending as well, which you have to be careful. So I am doing it, but I'm not betting my life savings on it if you want. So I guess what what's the biggest part of your investing philosophy is what you said before is something that's simple, passive, and you try different hustles to increase your income 
and then um, you look for something simple to invest in and you keep experimenting to a minimum. So you're just looking for something that's simple, increasing income and investing in simple and something that's trustworthy, really. Would you say that's right? Yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket, right? I mean, I also like property, but uh, again, you need to run the numbers. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't right now buy a buy to late in London thanks to, the, you know, the huge price increases that we have seen compared to the average wage increases, which uh, have not followed really. And now with, with Brexit coming up as well, it's another risk that you have to factor in. So I would say always do your own research and try to analyze, analyze the, the numbers compared to historical numbers. I mean, obviously, past performance is not indicative of, of future results. So keep that in mind. Awesome. Yeah, that's true. Well, Michael, thank you so much for that. Um, also, just generally speaking, would you recommend matched betting to others to try out? As a FI strategy, you know, as something, as some extra money to invest. I think it comes down to what Arminta said in the beginning. So if you just want some cash right now, then yeah, by all means, go for it. But if you want to build a long-term skill, match betting is going to take hours from your way. It would be great if you can do it, let's say, uh, in your spare time in college. If you have, you know, more, you know, free time in college, you don't have kids yet or, uh, you know, some weekends, then then definitely. And, and also, you know, the, the, the absolute amount, let's say 500 pounds per month in college is going to proportionally mean a lot more compared to 500 pounds someone earning, you know, a higher salary later in life, right? I think you have to definitely give it a, give it a try. Uh, because you may like it, you may find it as a, as a hobby. Uh, in, in the beginning, actually, I was quite excited because it felt like all these years of I was uh, gambling here and there, you know, not a high amount, but, you know, the occasional 10, 20 pound bet that I had lost to the bookmakers now was making it up because, you know, it, it, feel, it felt like cat and mouse. Uh, the, the, the fact that they are trying to stop you and but you're actually making money against them. So it's, it's a, it could start as a hobby, but later on you'll see if it's for you or not. Yeah, actually, that's exactly what I say in my in my little money experiment um, because obviously my target, what I'm talking to other university students and I tell them that it's, it's a great way for you as a student to earn some quick money um, you're not, you don't really want maybe a job, a proper job, because they're going to pay you, you know, eight pounds an hour. You might not be able to do like proper freelancing at 25 pounds an hour, like what this would give you. So match betting is, is, is a way to make some quick, easy cash. Uh, if you want to build skills, then maybe look into something else. But uh, yeah, I agree that, um, it could be quite useful for students. I like the student example for somebody who just, you know, whose time is not as crazy valuable yet. It's just a good way to support our lifestyle, but for somebody a bit further along in their career. You know, if you earn 100 an hour, you're not going to spend 10 hours or five hours a week on this. It's just less interesting, but it can still be exactly. a fun experiment to build up an extra income stream. Because in the end, the more income streams you've got besides your main job, the more covered you are in whatever might go wrong in life. Um, so, Michael, we haven't talked about this yet, but you've also got a blog, Foxy Monkey. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. I mean, I, I really wanted to talk about Foxy Monkey because I've stopped actively much betting in the past few months and I have invested this time instead in the blog because I can see, you know, first of all, I can make more money by blogging, which is more scalable than much betting. In much betting, you always have to, you know, trade your time for a certain amount. But in blogging, suddenly, you, you know, you may have more readers and then those readers may tell their friends and then you suddenly have, you know, more money coming in by blogging than much betting. So I would say that, uh, you know, this is something to consider. And blogging is something that I started uh, about two years ago. 
I think the first post was um, somewhere end of December 2016. Um, and uh, the blog is about basically sharing my own views about uh, side hustling, uh, investing, obviously, yeah, betting as well. And uh, some reading resources that I find useful. I do some book reviews and I basically try to share my own views on the world about all these things, life hacks, investing and, and betting. And it's been a very fun journey. I have, um, I've heard from many people uh, that have read the blog um, and there are some you know, posts that really start, stand out compared to others which get you know, very low traffic. So yeah, it's a fun journey. Yeah, sounds really fun. And I like it. It is straightforward. There are really easy action steps to take on and ideas um, to execute. And just generally speaking, your philosophy uh, between like investing, what do you do? How do you divide your time? Um, career hacking, I would absolutely recommend everybody to check it out. I've learned something from it this morning. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks very much. Uh, career tips, yeah, is something, obviously I'm not an expert on it. You know, I've had a, a good career so far, but uh, um, yeah, I, I write, like to write about how to boost your own income. And, and if you're in the lucky position of being a software engineer, um, then you probably have it, uh, you know, easier compared to, to others, let's say, to, to get a high salary. Uh, so it feels kind of cheating, but you know, everyone can become a software engineer. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is, uh, this is something that they, um, I li- like writing about. And so to go back to your personal FI journey, all these like extra incomes and your investing philosophy, when are you planning on reaching financial independence and how are you you know, working towards that? Sure. Um, so if uh, if we had to stay in London, that would be uh, in about 10 years time. But um, we want to move back to Greece at some point and basically benefit from the low lower cost of living there. And, uh, you know, also more sunshine and stuff like that. Uh, and we would like to fire there, let's say. And that is in about five to six years time. Um, hopefully it's going to happen there. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm in my journey. That's pretty cool. We um we interviewed Mr. Rip mm. a few months ago, and his he was in a similar position to you, and he earns quite a lot of money in Switzerland. Okay, and he he was saying that one month in Switzerland buys him four months in Italy. So literally, <laughs> he's going to retire in Italy because um it's yeah. so much cheaper and so much yeah. Like earn your money at somewhere rich and then go and retire somewhere with lower expenses. Yeah. You go to a high income area, but you also add a high income career on top of it in terms of software development also, but like London or Switzerland, both country slash city where you can just earn a really high salary compared to other areas. Um, And that combination, I really like that. It's get a good career, get to an area where you actually earn a decent wage, earn the money and then move on to a way cheaper place to live, but still have the good European healthcare system and, you know, easy flights and just be able to travel everywhere. Yeah, it's pure geo arbitrage, right? Yeah, and a lot of people do it in the US as well. So we can, you know, we can learn from them. Uh, you know, not everyone has to stay in one place forever and you can certainly come back to this place if things go wrong. But I think that uh, the benefit of being smarter with your money than the average person in, in London or in high expensive cities is that you can earn more saving a lot of it. So you have the you know the double benefit uh, of, uh, of financial independence, and you can speed up your journey, expedite it um, a lot, a lot more. Yeah, you just need to have like discipline. That's most important. <laughs> yeah, discipline is very important. Um, and speaking of much betting, actually, discipline is not one. It's something that uh, is going to take you, you know, to to either gambling or you know, uh, to to making a consistent income. So discipline is is needed everywhere, right? Yeah. 
it's, it's not it's not here and investing is the same and uh, yeah as long as you you know follow all those nice uh, financially dependent practices of staying the course and things like that then it's inevitable that you'll end up being uh, wealthier and healthier as well <laughs> So, Michael, uh, we really, really enjoyed this. Um, thank you so much for this. No, thank you very much for uh, for inviting me. That was uh, so much fun to talk about these things. And I always like to talk about financial independence, investing and and uh, other ways to make money and save money. Uh, actually, I wrote a, uh, I wrote one post uh, last week that became very popular. It was about cycling, how you can basically save, I think, uh, almost £7,000 in five years' time if you just switch from public transport to, to cycling. Not to mention all the other benefits that cycling can, um, you know, can offer to you, like you know, being, being healthier, low stress, uh, you know, being more attractive to, to other people and things like that. Well, it reminds me of the aggregation, aggregation of marginal gains. Have you heard of uh... That? Oh yeah, you're talking about what? Uh, yeah, what uh, uh, the escape artist has written, right? I've, yeah. I've heard that on the Choose a Five podcast. That was because um, yes. they did that on the cycling team, something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. on the sky team. Uh, yeah, as long as you improve your life here and there, even by a bit, then uh, you're suddenly way ahead, and you haven't even noticed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so Michael, let's um, slowly wrap this up. We've got three more questions for you to finish up for today. Um, to get started with, I would like to ask if people want to uh, learn more about you or find you, um, where can they go? How can they contact you? Um, I mean, they can visit uh, foxymonkey.com. Um, which is my blog, or they can find me on Twitter. Uh, I think my handle is Foxy Monkey, and um, and yeah, these are the best places. I'm also on Facebook. Uh, these are the best places that people can reach out to me. Um, obviously, I'm on one. I'm uh, attending some of the London FI meetups that happen every every month or two. Uh, so people can, you know, kind of meet me there as well. Awesome. And um, what else would really like to ask? Um, what is like the one research uh, that is not really well known at the moment within the fight community you would recommend to, for people to check out in terms of books, podcasts, um, blogs? Um, I'll mention a podcast, which is a new one. That's why probably many people haven't uh, heard of it. It's called Animal Spirits Podcast, and it's with uh, Michael Batnick and Ben Carlson. I've enjoyed it very much. It's about, uh, you know, investing, and they offer their views on investing. There are some guys from the Wall Street that, you know, have written books, and they know what they're talking about. So I really like that. It's good for your morning commute, let's say. Another one that I'm, I'm sure people know about it, but maybe people haven't heard is the um, book all about asset allocation. I've read a few books on investing and uh, this is one of those that, you know, stand out. It's by Richard Ferry. And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed reading it. Cool. We'll definitely link to those in the show notes as well. And then the last question of today, if the, uh, the number one actionable tip for somebody uh, to get started with uh, on the path of advice, there anything like wisdom you can give to our listeners? Um, wisdom, I'd say focus on being happy as well as, you know, saving and earning. Because sometimes we talk about these things and some people maybe are not as happy as they would be. They try to trade off happiness today to uh, basically get happiness in, in 10 years or 15 years time where they will be 35, 45, whatever uh, years old. And then yeah, that's not the way to go. I've recently read on Reddit, one people was complaining that he lives, you know, he's, he's quite miserable and he doesn't enjoy, he's 25 years old. He doesn't enjoy the moment because he wants to retire when he's 40. 
but that's not the way to go. You have to enjoy the journey. So if um, f- first focus on happiness, cut the clutter, and then and then you'll find that the fire community, you know, the fire um, date will follow. Uh, but put happiness first, I would say. Yeah, I love that. That's really important. And uh, there's no point really in, in reaching FI if you're not going to enjoy the journey because, I mean, yeah, I don't really... The whole part, the, the financial dependence in general is about optimizing your life. And if you're not going to be doing that, just working day and night just to get to that number, you, you'll get there and then you'll be disappointed because you haven't enjoyed the journey. So I think that's really important too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, pretty much. Yes, I think we've got it all covered. Uh, but anything you still want to ask, Armenta? I'm I'm good for the moment. All good. Cool. In, in that case, um, Michael, thank you very much for coming onto the show. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much for inviting me. Yeah, see you next time. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We hope you learned something new and enjoyed the show. You can support us by doing this. Subscribing through your favorite podcast program and leaving us a review. Following us on Instagram and Twitter at Financial Independence Europe. Sending us an email with questions and feedback. We would love to hear from you. All the mentioned articles, books and cool resources can be found in the show notes at financial-independence.eu. Thank you for listening and see you next time.